Hey, and welcome to Becca Babbles Podcast, the show where I will teach you to be the best version of yourself by learning about yourself, body, and the world around you, or at the very least, give you a good laugh. I'm your host, Becca. Now let's get babbling. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I hope you are going to have a wonderful, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful 4th of July. I think that's when this is coming out because 4th of July is Monday. And if you are not in America, then I just hope you have a wonderful day. And today's podcast, I I was really encouraged by if you listen to Meg Dahl's podcast, her podcast is called the Unbreakable You podcast. I listen to her podcast a lot and she does these like monthly mental health check-ins and I just thought they were really cool. They were just kind of a way for her to like recap what she does throughout the month and then kind of just do a little mental health check-in, give you a little tip to help with your mental health and I was like those are really cool. I kind of want to recap my month but put a little twist on it on like what my goals are for the next month and then to also hear your guys's goals as well because I feel like it's a little bit fun to be encouraging back and forth on like seeing what other people's goals are and then so that you can also just learn a little bit about me what's going on in my life and also if you have any questions I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I want this monthly podcast to be but just know that I'm thinking of doing like a monthly recap with like telling you my goals for the next month what I've learned yada 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 so hopefully this will be fun but we shall see so what happened to me in June well I officially turned 20 (laughs) I don't feel 20 and I I still feel like and I don't know if anyone feels this way too but I still feel like the 16-year-old that was in high school. And I don't know if that had anything to do with the pandemic and being at home and not feeling that whole high school situation. Or if it's just because my brain needs to catch up with my actual age. I know some people tell me, you literally act like a child. Like, if I'm in school, I'm very focused and, like, adultish. But when it comes to everything else in my daily life, I like, I'm pretty sure I have a mind of a 12 year old or a six year old. So definitely don't feel 20. And funny enough, I was, it was like a week before my birthday and I would get these videos on YouTube recommended to me and they were all about what I wish I knew when I was 20. And I was like, well, this is kind of ironic. I wasn't even 20 yet, but then it just seemed like the universe wanted to prepare me to know what I needed to know in my 20s. And basically, all they told me was that, like, you're going to know nothing. You're going to feel like you're all over the place. And it's okay to feel like you don't know what you're doing. And funny enough, I had a conversation with a friend recently And she was talking about how sometimes she takes a pause and she's like, I'm surprised I'm still okay. And that just kind of highlights where it's like people might seem like they have their life together, but really we're just going day by day and figuring it out. So that was a little bit comforting, but then at the same time for me, 
I realized I like to be very structured and it was a bit terrifying. So now I just have, because I watched those videos, you know, YouTube wants to recommend more of what you've already watched. So now I have like 5,000 videos recommended to me on what I wish I knew when I was 20. And they kind of all say the same thing for the most part. But for my birthday, I, I usually don't do birthday parties. Like most of the time we just go out for me and my family go out to dinner I get a few gifts and it's like, oh, yeah, you turned another year old. Cool. It's almost like I'm more into it than my actual family and I hype myself up. But this year it was different. I was like, nope, I'm going to have a birthday party. I wish I had balloons, but, you know, you can only do what you can do. So I went bowling and that sounds like I don't know why, but bowling's just always a good thing to go back to like it's one of those things you don't really think about and then you start realizing like oh this is actually kind of fun like you think oh these are only things that like people did back then I'm making it sound like it was like really really old but I don't know you can't go wrong with a good bowling with good bowling the only sad thing is is because I can be really competitive I really wanted to win like really really bad but I've always used bumpers. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I use those bumper plate, not bumper plates, but bumper like, so they don't go in the gutter. And I finally got shamed this one time by a friend where they were like, no, you're not allowed to use bumpers. So since then realizing that I don't have to use bumpers, I'm like, I'm old enough. I'm officially 20. This girl doesn't need bumpers anymore. Yeah, there was a few times I threw it in the gutter, gutter though, so, oh well. But I had a few friends come together, and we went bowling, and of course, my dad wanted to show off his bowling skills, even though he forgot how old he is, and that was a bit difficult for him, but that didn't stop him from trying to show off. I wonder who I got it from, um, <laughs> and... I had a lot of fun bowling. The weird thing is, is I can never figure out what weight I need the bowling ball to be because I'm like, okay, I'm decently strong, I think. And I can have a heavy bowling ball. But then at the same time, I'm like, is it too heavy though? But then if I get a light bowling ball, I just feel like it's just flying through the air. And there was a few times where I would throw the bowling ball and it would bounce because I would chuck it so hard. And I realized, okay, maybe we need to go heavier. And I just, I always end up debating back and forth what bowling ball. Does anyone else have this issue where it's like you don't know the actual size? And then, of course, there's that dude on the other lane who's like a professional bowler and he just hits strike after strike after strike. And you're like, I... I can barely even get a spare. So maybe bowling's just not my sport. I think I'd be I'm I'd be average at it, but I thought I would be better because my grandpa's like an actual bowler, but oh well. So we went bowling and then of course because I want to be different, I don't eat birthday cake. I am that person who would rather have ice cream than cake, so I got to stick these sparkling candles, sparklers, in a pint of Ben & Jerry's ice cream, 
and I almost caught my hair on fire. It was insane. It was like one of those things where my mom couldn't figure out how to light it. And of course, I put my face right into the candle and I'm just like, oh, maybe put it here, put it here. And the next thing you know, it just goes whoop and my face almost caught on fire. So that was fun. Um, I got some terrifying pictures of me looking like I am about to get killed by some beast or whatever. And it's literally just a candle. But, you know, the ice cream was good and it was worth it. So, but now that I'm officially 20, you know, that means that I have to like actually do summer school now. Well, I don't have to, but uh, because I want to get ahead in my daily education, I was like, you know what, let's get some summer school out of the way so we don't have to take more classes. And I wanted to start out easy, so I just did like foundations of kinesiology. It would go towards my credits. And I did the in-person one, which I actually highly recommend because right now I have decided to do two (laughs) online classes. And there's this weird vibe where I'm like, I want to do online classes so that I can do it at my own pace and I get a lot done but then I also realized that like when you're in person it's so much easier to ask questions for things. Now I probably could have taken this kinesiology class online compared to the Texas government and algebra I'm taking. Algebra I think I might have wanted to take in person but we'll figure it out. But back to the kinesiology thing, my my teacher was great. It was nice to meet all these people. It's kind of funny. We explained it as like you meet these, you see these people every day. So you get this close connection. But then at the same time, it goes by so fast that you're kind of like, oh, OK, hey, bye. And you just you just go. And I did make a few friends while I was there. So hopefully we stay in touch. But we'll see. You know, it's kind of one of those weird things where you're like, here's my phone number. Hopefully we stay in touch. And then you like never text back the person. So that's always fun. (laughs) But like I said, my teacher was great. She was super lively. And I think that also just comes back to a I like did rate my professor and I saw how amazing she was on there. And her also being she was a group fitness instructor. So she always had to be lively. But one of the things that I really liked about her was this statement that she had said the first day in class where it was, if you're complaining about something, do something about it. And I thought this was really fascinating. Like she explained it because she was complaining about group fitness and how she didn't like the instructor and her friend had told her like, okay, then do something about it. Become an instructor. And I had taken it more as like, It gives you your power back. So like if something isn't going right in your life, like we don't have control over everything, but what is something you can do? Getting out of that victim mindset and allowing yourself to realize that you do have control over some things gives you a little bit of hope. Like, yeah, there are some things where it's like it's ultimately up to this person's decision. But if you knew that you did your best, you did everything that you can do you did something about it. So back to like not complaining about things. It's like if you're complaining about how you don't like how you feel, 
or that you're tired all the time, well, have you set up a sleep routine? Or if you don't like, I'm trying to think of an example, but like, if you don't like your morning routine, like if you wake up and you're like dreading it every morning, then switch it up. Do something about it. Or in my teacher's case, it's like, if you don't like the way the class is being run, then maybe become a teacher, maybe become an instructor. So just keep that in your daily lives. I just thought I would share that. But in this class, because it's Foundations of Kinesiology, I was thriving. (laughs) I think next week I have a podcast coming out about my love of weightlifting and strength training. So you will hear all my enthusiasm about that next week but in this class I for sure was a Hermione if you've read Harry Potter I'm assuming like most people know Harry Potter but Hermione being like the smart nerd who's just like oh I know this I know this I know this I was definitely that person in this class especially when we got to the weightlifting part and my teacher finally said do you just want to teach this chapter? And I was more than happy to, but then I also realized like, you know, gotta let the teacher teach. So that was my summer school class. And now I am doing online. So I'm doing Texas government and college algebra, which I'm realizing, okay, it's cool to do it online to get it done faster but then I kind of also miss just seeing these people every day it's also nice not having to drive because I didn't like paying my gas almost like two times a week but you know you got some pros and cons when it comes to online classes versus in person I highly recommend if you are doing both sessions to maybe do one in person And then, especially if it's a harder one, like algebra, maybe do one in person and then maybe do one online the next session. I'm just being an overachiever and deciding to do two, but my sister's being an extra overachiever and doing three. So, you know, do what you want to do. But I know in my last podcast, I had talked about my experience in... Uh, New Mexico and with my friends so this might be a little bit confusing about what I'm about to talk about but I'm back at my boss's house so uh, I get to cat sit and she's the most sweetest cat in the world it's kind of funny she will I will be eating breakfast and she will start coming up to me and trying to eat my food like I have to fight with this cat to eat my own food and I love this cat dearly but give me my space (laughs) And it's kind of funny because she will not eat her food, but she will eat my food. And I'm just like, what? what is wrong with you? I don't know if anybody else's animals do this. I know my dogs will eat their food, but then my dad, of course, will feed them at the table, even though he was the one that said not to feed them. But animals are just weird. <laughs> But as I've been at my boss's house, I she has this trail by her house and I will go out and do some walks and stuff. But I've walked a lot, you know, throughout my life, being a human, using my feet. <laughs> and I remember when I was younger and I would ride my bike to school all the time and I would see these people riding their bikes and I wanted to go further on the trail, but sometimes I don't have enough time because we are deciding to take two summer school classes. And 
I was like, I really want to go farther and I want to go faster, but I also don't feel like running because I would rather be weightlifting than doing cardio. But I'd realized, I was like, why don't we just get back on our bike? And so I decided to haul back my bike And on this trail, I'm just cycling on this bike. I'm pretending like I'm in a race and just cycling for my life. But it was really fun to kind of just enjoy that like wind in your face and you feel like you're going really fast. But then you're also not like super tired from running. And I just want to encourage you maybe just to like explore, have some fun, go back to what you did as a child just to like lighten up your day of it I think sometimes we get a little bit like stuck in our everyday lives that maybe changing it up or finding something that you did when you were younger will just lighten up your day I know it did for me when I was on the bike and feeling the breeze through my face and being like I'm fast I'm like the flash I'm fast I'm the flash on wheels (laughs) so Go find yourself something to do that makes you feel like a child. I encourage that. Now for the part where I talk about my goals. So I think setting goals are really important. And also I just kind of like want to document it. I want to tell you guys how I'm doing and hear what your goals are. So I'll just start out with my own goals because we are recording this the day before it comes out. And I didn't ask on Instagram what your guys' goals were. So I've always wanted to get a pistol squat. If you don't know what know what a pistol squat is, it's basically a body weight squat, but it's with one leg and you have the other leg in front. So instead of it being like a body weight lunge, the other leg is floating in the air. And I've practiced this on and off before, but I really want to get serious about it. I know a little bit had to do with my not so good ankle mobility, but now that my squat form is getting a lot better, I want to work towards getting an actual pistol squat and I've been playing around with what I should be doing. I'm still needing to work on my ankle mobility and probably a little bit of my upper body um, just so that I'm not leaning forward completely but also trying to like search up on YouTube all the different ways of trying to perform a pistol squatter get better at it right now I'm following squat university and seeing him do they're almost like step downs and then eventually I'll kick my foot out so right now I'm just doing combat stretch which is an ankle mobility exercise and then I will get on a it's just basically a raised a raised surface where I will do a little bit of a step down to kind of simulate going down into a pistol squat but and getting that stability in my ankle because I know for me I'll just like waver back and forth a lot when it comes to my pistol squat and then I end up just like falling backwards so need to work on that balance which is always fun it's funny when I try and practice at home and get excited about oh I'm so close it's like I get halfway and then I just fall back on my butt and I'm just like, eh, whatever. But my next goal is journaling every day. I know I talked about in my eating disorder podcast where I was like obsessive over journaling everything. And then I have taken a backseat of 
on journaling, but I tried to have a goal of journaling once every week and it would happen on and off. But then I just found myself having this urge of what if I journaled every day and I would take from podcasts, like if they asked me questions or these like email lists that I'm subscribed to or or like my therapist giving me journal prompts and I just I just wrote them down and I would give myself just things to write about or if I just feel like writing about what happened the day before and I just found this sense of like calm or like I really enjoyed just finding myself journaling every morning so my next goal is to journal every day and I think this will just allow me to document my growth but then also to go inward on myself because I find myself sometimes where I wake up in the morning and I immediately put on a podcast and I'm listening to other people's thoughts and other people's things and I then start messaging or texting people in the morning or getting caught up in schoolwork and hearing all the other things that I need to learn but I'm never focusing on myself and seeing how I'm growing or maybe there was a situation and I just write out what happens and then looking back and saying, okay, how could I have changed this situation? How could have I acted different? Or maybe realizing that there wasn't anything that I could do and just sitting in the comfort of that. But then also kind of with the journaling prompts, I'm Let me look in my journal to see what journaling prompts I have. So I'm going to pause this podcast just for a second. I'll be right back. All right, I'm back. So here's a few of the topics that I've been or the few questions that I've asked myself. So this morning, I asked myself, what abundance have I already made? How can I enjoy it? And I think this one's important because we are in such a go, go, go achieving, or at least I am. And you kind of forget to congratulate yourself on the things that you've already done or you're expecting yourself to do more. So I thought that was a really good one. Another one was, who or what am I still holding anger towards? How is this affecting how I currently show up? And this one just kind of gives you forgiveness without having to acknowledge the other person and realizing how maybe the way you were treated by another person or the way you thought about another person is affecting your other relationships. So I also really liked that one. And then this one, this next one was really hard for me to do. And my therapist made me do this on purpose was writing a love letter to myself and saying all the amazing things about myself. I find that I can write letters to other people and I can express my love towards them and how amazing they are and how great they are and what I really like about them. But then when it comes to myself, I just expect these things. I just, I put myself down and I just make myself keep going. And it was really hard for me to write about myself, which is really sad because why are we able to talk about all these amazing things about the people around us, but we can't do that for ourselves? So it was really tough for me to sit there for a second, just kind of write all these things that I thought good about myself. And another reason was also because I felt a bit selfish for doing that. And I just want to encourage you, if you are to take any of these journal prompts that I just talked about, take this one. 
I think this one is the most important because we get so hard on ourselves that maybe actually writing a letter to ourselves and rereading it. That's the key thing is like going back and rereading it and realizing how amazing you actually are. And it might seem dumb at first to be like, why am I writing a letter to myself? I know I thought it was, but realizing that you can realize these own things within yourself, I think is also empowering. And compared to like coming from someone else, because sometimes I have a hard time trusting other people telling, like giving me a compliment and then being like, are they just trying to be nice or are they being for real? And I think if you can congratulate yourself on things, you can start accepting compliments from other people because you realize that and you can realize those things within yourself. So then when other people congratulate you, you can accept that from them. And then my next goal is making a new meal every week. And you might be thinking, what the heck does that mean? But with me and being on meal plan and trying to progress in my eating disorder recovery, I find myself where I go to the same meals all the time. Same foods all the time. You know, I always have my chocolate smoothie bowl or I have my faux meal that was created by Imperfectly Paige. She has a great recipe on that, but I'll change it up a little bit where I'll make it either chocolatey or like put matcha in it. And then for lunch, I always end up just having these like throw together meals. And I found myself, especially during the summer, because it's so freaking hot that I kind of got numb to food and I just I didn't want to eat nothing was exciting but then I knew I needed to eat so kind of just switching things up and also realizing that everything doesn't have to be protein fat carb that it can be mixed together kind of just pushes me on my recovery of being like you know you can have something with sauce and not have it measured and I feel like this is going to really help me progress in my recovery but also in a fun way. So for example, I made these barbecue chicken drumsticks. They were so good. I thought they were good. My dad, on the other hand, thought they were really spicy, but you know, he's a bit weak. So <laughs> man, I'm just bashing my dad all over the place, but um, it's okay. He loves it. So those drumsticks were really, really good. I also made pad thai. It's either pad thai or pad thai. I don't really know. Tell me on Instagram or in my email if it's pronounced pad thai or pad thai. And that one was also really good. The sauce was super good on that one. And then I made this avocado pesto pasta from Unboundness Wellness. That one I thought was really good. I think I need to add up a little bit of the spice, but it kind of just like takes away this focus on like, okay, I'm just eating food for fuel which is a good thing but then it also makes it exciting to be like you know food can be fun it can be creative and I can change things up and be a little bit more exciting than just having like potatoes steak and veggies which don't get me wrong if someone puts a steak in front of me I will eat it and I will be very very happy but you know changing things up and doing something different each week I think will get me further in my recovery than always sticking with the same things and then of course keeping 
this podcast going. I think will be really fun. I have some podcasts already planned that I have recorded, so hopefully you will enjoy those like my weightlifting podcast next week, so stay tuned to that. And hearing more from you guys. So I will keep you up to date on all my goals and I will talk about that in my July podcast. Hopefully July will be fun. And next time I will ask you guys what your goals are and you can tell me now what your goals are so then I can just talk about it in the next podcast. And you can do that by messaging me at Rebecca.8 on Instagram or emailing me at BeccaBabblesPodcast at gmail.com. But I hope you enjoyed this podcast, had a little bit of fun listening to my June recap and being a 20-year-old who literally feels like a 16-year-old still. But, you know, being a child at heart's cool too. And I hope you enjoyed listening to my goals and I can't, and I can't wait to keep sharing those goals with you. And I hope you enjoyed listening to all the other things that I talked about because, you know, we babble a lot. But I hope you have an amazing day and I can't wait to babble with you next time.